Not too long ago, we spoke on the program about West, the Western Economic Solutions Task Force. It's a group of leaders from across the prairies focused on advancing the issues of the West at the national level. Now, today we're going to have a panel discussion and see how things are going, especially in light of the federal budget that came uh, you know, last month. Joining us now, uh, we have Randy Golden, who is the chair of West and a councillor in the city of Yorkton. We also have Charlie Kirk, who is the mayor of Saskatoon, joining us. And we also have Paul McLaughlin, the president of the Rural Municipalities of Alberta. Thank you all so much for joining us this morning. I appreciate your time. Well, thank you very much, Shay. Um, it's uh, Randy, and uh, very pleased to be here uh, with you this morning and uh, sharing um, some of the successes we've seen uh, with the listeners uh, across Alberta. Okay, Randy, let's start, uh, let's start with you. You are um, president or the chair of West, I guess, uh, a councillor in Yorkton. Um, let's just give our, our listeners a reminder if they missed uh, our earlier discussions about this. What, what is West? How did it come about and what is the mandate? Well, uh, it was created in 2019 uh, when we were hearing from our uh, Western, Western members um, at our FCM uh, board of the real concerns that were happening um, in, our, in our communities. And, and we know as, as leaders in our communities, we're frontline, uh, we're frontline, and our rule makes us problem solvers. So FCM created the Western Economic uh, Solutions Task Force. We are focused on solutions and taking this to our federal leaders, all parties. We're uh, definitely nonpartisan. We are speaking of the challenges that we're seeing in our communities. And we really focused on, um, you know, key four, uh, four key areas, getting our resources and products to market, mm-hmm. Number two, energy development, the climate policies and regulations. Uh, Number three was supporting communities to diversify our economies. And, uh, you know, number four, municipal infrastructure and fiscal sustainability. That's what came out of the summit that we had in February 2020 when we brought our uh, participants of West uh, to Leduc County, um, along with uh, ministers from the federal level, along with members of the Conservative Party of Alberta, we brought forward those four key areas that we have concentrated on since that summit uh, of February 2020, before all of the right. uh, pandemic really hit us. Before everything changed, yeah. Um, Charlie Clark, Mayor of Saskatoon and the Vice Chair of West, uh, let me ask you, Based on the budget that we saw, did you get the response you were hoping for? Well, hang on, we can't hear Charlie. His his line is Charlie. Hang on, your your line is absolutely horrible. I'm going to put you on hold, uh, and I'll ask that same question to Paul. Uh, Paul McLaughlin is president of Rural Municipalities of Alberta. Paul. Um, same question. Uh, the things that you put forward and um, made a case for prior to the budget. Um, did you get the response you wanted from the feds in that budget? Yeah, you know what, Shay, I, I have to say uh, I like to be heard. It's sure an amazing thing. And, you know, obviously there's there's more pieces to it, but I, I do say that the, the West folks, the United Vote Voice, the solutions focus that Randy said, and really we did have uh, the, na- the, the National Trade Corridors Fund, $1.9 billion. That is speaking directly to the trade conversation mm-hmm. that Randy alluded to. At the same time, 
We've been talking about compensation for farmers, the, the disproportionate burden on farming as it relates to the trade goods. So there's actually an allowance up to about $100 million to provide carbon credits or cash credits back to, to uh, farmers. So, you know, we were heard. I think we were heard, and I think this budget speaks specifically to what Wes brought up. And uh, I do appreciate that. And I'm always never satisfied, but I, we were heard. There's words in there that came right from the West folks that we work with. Excellent. Exciting. Randy, let's, let's pull those apart a little bit more if we can. Um, when we talk about farmers, obviously a huge issue out here on the prairies. The carbon tax was a big part of that, and you saw some progress in helping farmers deal with the increased costs, right? We certainly did, and uh, what we heard loud and clear uh, from our agricultural industry was the burden that it uh, that it brought on some things like um, grain drying, and especially last fall when we had uh, the, the moisture that we had, we heard about that from farmers. Um, in my area, we have, uh, in my city, we have two uh, canola crush plants, um, so uh, product comes to our city from a three-hour three radius around. So a huge uh, portion of, of what we do in our city relies on that egg industry. We also heard in that industry, not just uh, from, the, from the grains, but from the barns, the people mm-hmm. that have barns in whatever industry they're participating and working in, uh, the heating of those barns. As, as you know, Shay, this is, not, this is not a hot climate we live Certainly in, and not. our winter <laughs> months can get very cold. So um, they were the burden that came to them on the, the uh, carbon tax on those barns. So uh, that that was uh, a, a huge ask that we had. You know, along with um, we can't forget uh, what came out of that budget around uh, new tax incentives, um, as well as research and development funding for carbon capture, uh, u- utilization, and storage projects. And that's going to begin um, within the next year uh, because that, that is huge for our energy sector that we know has has had burdens and implications on it too. Yeah, absolutely, no doubt. Charlie, I think we've got you now. You're lying a little better? Yeah, can Excellent. you hear me now? Yeah, you're loud and clear now. So let me ask you, um, you know, you, you put forward this um, sort of suite of, of asks of the federal government. They responded favorably to a lot of them. How does that all fit into everything that West is working on and what you guys are trying to accomplish as, as the Western Economic Solutions Task Force? Well, expansion, for example, of the Western Economic Diversification Canada uh, to the creation of a prairie uh, regional development agency and a BC regional development agency with uh, expansion of about $200 million per year of funding is really critical because communities that uh, are out here in the West, we, we all know, are going through adaptation and transition and, uh, and the need to make sure that we're creating strate- doing strategic investments and creating tech jobs, creating value-added jobs to our resources, being part of the green economy and all of these uh, different initiatives. And mm-hmm. so... We needed to know that the federal government was investing in our region, just like they are in uh, in the um, <clears throat> in the Maritimes or in Quebec or in other areas. And that signal was uh, was one example of that uh, we saw in the federal gov- bu- budget that we had been asking for and we saw delivered on. Uh, let me throw this out to anybody who might want to jump on it. Um, we often see things in budgets or in policy platforms and things like that that actually don't translate into anything tangible down the road. How do we make sure some of the things that you saw and are encouraged by actually come to be policy and are implemented on the prairies? 
Well, Shay, I'm going to start that off, and then I'm going to probably ask um, Paul to also respond. One of the things that we saw in budget that has been something that FCM has been working on for many, many years, um, saw it come to fruition um, uh, through the uh, Conservative government, and that was the uh, 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 gas tax funding that goes directly to municipalities. Uh, We have that. We've had it indexed. Um, and it's covered all party lines because now this is the second time in three years that we're going to see a doubling of that gas tax, which is a huge success um, that FCM has worked on for many, many years. And, and uh, uh, that goes directly to our communities to, uh, to improve lives and to make things happen. So um, the other things that we've seen happening is, um, for instance, uh, we look at uh, what's going to be coming forward on the hydrogen strategy that's happening around the, uh, uh, you know, in the, the heart of Alberta. And I think that, uh, that Paul can probably bring a little more light to that. Paul? Yeah, and you know, I, I, you're exactly right. You know, these are budget line items. This is a, a program. You know how you get these going is you push. Now, okay. that, now that this is in the budget, let's get her done. Let's put, not talk about it. Let's just not wait three, four years. Uh, and I think that the strong-willed folks that we have, uh, the go-getters on West, uh, if there's a line item in there, we're going to move forward on those tasks. So it's really going to be, uh, you know, up to those provincial and municipal leaders to make these real things and not just words in a budget. So uh, I think we're going to we're going to take that and we're going to run with it. Um, I, uh, the corridor, the hydrogen, uh, the you know, the alternate fuels, those conversations, uh, we're having those right now, and we just need to push forward and make these reality. Okay, uh, last one before I go here. Obviously, that's the focus. What else can we expect to hear from West in the coming weeks, months, and years? What's the plan? Well, we're going to continue to push for all the things, as Paul said. Uh, we know that there have been challenges in, in our communities, in our home base. And as we recover uh, from uh, COVID and things that are happening in our community, uh, we know that we that recovery starts um, and ends in our communities. And we're going to be pushing uh, federal government to work with FCM, to work with our leaders, because uh, we know that we're there to find solutions. Mm-hmm there to work hard. Um, and uh, I guess I would ask uh, Charlie or Paul if they have any closing comments. Well, one thing that has been uh, a really remarkable thing about West is people often think there's a, about the rural and urban divide that exists out in right across North America, really. What we have found by sitting together as rural municipal leaders and the leaders of the biggest cities in the West, uh, that we found a huge amount of common ground and that the way that we are going to come up with the solutions to address, uh, you know, build a strong future economy is absolutely going to be to find that common ground and build those solutions together and make sure that the provincial and federal governments are listening to what we're seeing at the local level to uh, to shape the solutions based on the, the realities that are happening on our streets and our main streets and our kitchens. Um, because because when we're closest to the ground, you have the, the best understanding of what solutions are going to work, and that's yeah. what we're really bringing forward with Wes. Um, Charlie, Randy, Paul, thank you so much for your time this morning. I really appreciate it. Great discussion. Anytime, just let us know. You bet. We'll do this again. Thank you very much. Thank uh, you. There you have thank it. You. We have Charlie Clark, the mayor of Saskatoon, and the vice chair of West. Randy Golden, the chair of the Western Economic Solutions Task Force and a counselor in the city of Saskatoon, and Paul McLaughlin, president of Rural Municipalities of Alberta.